Welcome to season number six of the Get Your Money Right podcast, the podcast where not only do we want you to get your money, we want you to get your money right. This show is designed specifically for ambitious moms, dads, husbands, and wives to help you get money out of the way so you can live life on your own terms. And if you're finally ready to transform the way you do money, head over and grab one of our free resources at yourmoneyright.com. Again, that's yourmoneyright.com. What's the good news, people? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Get Your Money Right podcast, the podcast where we talk about money like it's everybody's business because I truly believe if we're not good with money, it's because we don't talk about money and this show is designed to change just that. I am your host, the Money Misfit, Jamar Dupas, episode number 87. Today is the season finale. Season number six comes to an end and I'm excited about that and a little sad at the same time. But I feel like it was a really good season. And so today what we're going to do is talk about the things that we we learned from the season. Some of the things we talked about, the recap, get some of the highlights. We're also going to talk about what we do, right? after Now that the season's over, what do we got going on? What's going on with the Misfits family? And then, of course, what to expect next season as well. So uh, I think it's going to be a good one. I'll try to make this short and sweet. It's going to be me, you, me and you talking, or actually me talking, you listening. Uh, so for those of you who are new here, this is what we do at the end of the season. We kind of give a quick recap, talk about what we're doing, and then you know what to expect moving forward if you're into that such sort of thing. Right, and if you want to keep up with us while we're on break for the next season, just head over to our website, yourmoneyright.com. Again, yourmoneyright.com and sign up to get our best stuff. And come join us in the Misfit Money Group, Money Misfit Group, right, on Facebook. You might see a group that says Get Your Money Right group. That is not the same group, uh, but it is a good group to be a part of. I am a part of that group as well, and the young lady that runs it does an amazing job at that. So uh, with that being said, so what do we do? What's going on? So every season or so, we we go about three months or so, right? Me and my wife, what we do is we try to... Uh, put our lives into short spans, right? Because life happens so fast, right? And I am a recovering procrastinator. And so when we set goals and we think about the things we want to accomplish in our lives, we no longer think about years or five years down the road or 10 years down the road. We think about those things, but we put together action plans and checkpoints in every 90 days or so. So therefore, we have our podcast set up in that particular manner. So beginning of the year, we do January, February, March, And then at the end of March, we take a break as April comes around. We take the whole month of April off uh, from producing a active podcast, I should say. We're not actually disappearing from the earth. Uh, We will kind of take mental vacations and check on to see what we're doing, see how we got things going. We'll take breaks. We'll sleep if we need to sleep. Uh, And if you know me, we've had, you know, we got four kids, all seven and under. And baby boy, matter of fact, our last baby boy will turn one in the month of April while we're off on that break. So we haven't been getting a whole lot of sleep over the past several years, but we still going to try now. Now, now the last baby is done. Uh, He'll be one and he uh, has he's in his crib now and he's doing his thing. So we're excited about that. But anyway, uh, so, yeah, so we'll take the next 30 days off and we'll be back for season number seven in the month of May. Then we'll go May, June, July, take another break in August. Uh, And that for us is just in time for the kids to go back to school. We usually take our last little vacation uh, for the summer around that time as we prepare 
uh, for to finish the year off strong. And then we September, October, November is uh, where we get a lot of stuff done. The, the podcast goes back into another season. And then, of course, December comes around. We try to you know, focus on family, focus on those things that happen around that time of the year and all that good stuff just to get ready for the next year. So that's how, kind of how we do things, right? We like it. We like the frameworks. If you've been listening to the show for any amount of time, you know how I like frameworks. I like to take a lot of the thinking uh, or the the unnecessary thinking out of the you know processes of decision making, because trying to make decisions all the time can be a real problem be a real burden and decision fatigue is a real thing and it's one of those things that we try to avoid as much in our lives as possible we are people of leisure right we like to relax but we like to work but we like to do it in an an organized way where it's not you know it's not restrictive uh but it's peaceful and productive but we still have a good time so that's kind of how we do things that's how we do our money too right so if you heard us talk about our money and a framework of how we manage our money is the exact same thing. We try to find simple ways, simple frameworks that we can work within that'll get all those things accomplished that we want to get, that we can get our MVPs in place. And when I mean MVPs, I'm talking about your most valuable priorities uh, up in front and built into your framework. So success becomes inevitable, right? And that's what we're all about here on this show. So uh, let's talk about it before we get into what we'll be doing over the next 30 days or so. And then what's coming up. Let's talk about what we did over this past uh, season. So season number six was a big season for us. Uh, tens of thousands of downloads uh, this this season. Very good. I appreciate everybody. Um, we we did not have as much momentum this year as we did last year around this time. I think we had greater growth. But this year, I think we've got a lot more engagement and a lot more people to reach out uh, via email and stuff like that, which I guess is natural because a lot more people are listening to the show. And so this uh, season was particularly one of my favorite times of the year to do the show because uh, one, you know, the New Year's deal, everybody loves and talks about, you know, new me, new you, new year and all that good stuff. Uh, so it's a good time for that for people to get active. They want to get control of their money. Uh, it's a good time to talk about taxes because, you know, the income tax deal. It was also a good time to talk about that stuff because we got a new tax law that's in place, right, with the, the president that we have now and, and the Republican Party put together. Uh, so that was good to have that. We also had Black History Month, which is my one of my favorite times because even during this time, I learned a whole lot, right, because when it comes to black history, we, we talked about it. We learned about it coming up in school and, you know, just in your independent studies as being an adult. But very rarely has I heard anybody really talk about the financial aspects of it. So as I go do a lot of the research that I've done when you're, you know, talking about this stuff, I've learned a whole lot about the, the financial aspects and the empowerment, the, you know, the role that money played in the empowerment of all this. And it just it just really just kind of you know, affirms my beliefs even more that money is just that much more important and we need to pay attention to it a lot more than we really do. Right. So we've been told that money's not that important. And I believe that's one of those perversions that has kept us from really utilizing our money and putting it to workforce, because to be honest with you, we just don't have a whole lot working for us other than our labor and the money that it produces. And we got to try to maximize that to where we're not dependent on our labor because there will be a point sometime in our lives where we won't be able to labor like we used to. Right. So we have to have the the money that we bring in, the assets that we bring in, the resources that we bring in, get out there working for us so we can get to financial independence and then eventually to financial freedom. 
so that's really important to me. And then having these type of conversations around black history and black people in general, it's really important that I think that the community, the black community really understands that. So I really love that time of the year to talk about that stuff and learn about all these neat things that I, I didn't know about. Right. Which helps empower me. So any uh, feelings of inferiority that I've had coming up as a kid, a lot of this stuff gets melted away the more I know about who I am and that what other people like me were able to accomplish and people who had worse situations than me were able to accomplish. So what it does for me is it like, look, there's no excuses. They came out of this and done this and we got all this information and all this ability to communicate. We should be doing a whole lot better than we are. And that's one of the reasons why I like that type of stuff. And that's one of the reasons why I like that Black History Month. Right. So this season was really good for a lot of different things because, uh, one, the framework was kind of already set there for you because it's the beginning of the year, it's tax season, all that good stuff. So um, we started off with, you know, will 2018 be the year that you get your money right, right? This episode was more of a challenge type episode to talk to you about will you actually get yourself together, right, and get your money together and be the year, right? And then we moved on to the problems with that we saw uh, that I saw with goals, right? And and some habits that you want to create around those goals and make sure you accomplish your, your goals. Now, if you haven't gone back through and listened to these, maybe you've listened to it on your commute, you only heard it one time. These these are the things, I try to set these things up so when you listen to it multiple times that you hear new things, that you listen to new things and you learn new things. But the power comes in the implementation, right? So if you haven't gone back and listened to Mr. Imanitier's uh, workshops and stuff like that, go back and listen to those. those. And don't just listen to them, put them into to action, right? If you haven't taken those habits that I talked about in the, the problems with goals and the misfit money habits, uh, the second episode of the season, if you haven't gone and applied those habits or even tried to set up a framework to apply those habits, go back and listen to that episode, write the stuff down and get to working in these habits. I promise you, if you work in these habits, financially, things will change for you for the better, right? I, I can't stress it enough, it, but it's, it's, I know it's easier said than done, right? Just kind of getting started. I know it's easier said than done, uh, but just get going. And also, let me apologize right now, too, because I did say that we would have a lot more tools and a lot more uh, interaction uh, with everybody this season uh, so we can help you get your stuff together. And I apologize for that, that not putting that out there. But uh, I encourage those of you who really are ready and you just want to you want to get started. The best way to do that, to get me uh, to moving right, is to just shoot me an email. Right. Shoot me an email. Let's get the conversation going or a message on Facebook, however you want to do it and get the conversation going. I'm here to help. Right. Just just ask the question. I'll answer the question. Right. Uh, but if you want to lock arms and do things, just send me an email. Right. I, I help people. I help couples with their finances all the time. Right. Uh, so I apologize for not putting that stuff together, but we got that stuff planned. I promise you we're going to get that laid out. Uh, like I said earlier, baby boy is now a year old. We've been dealing a lot with, you know, just that first year of having a baby along with you know, the three other kids and life and all that other stuff, stuff that we're going to talk about here in a minute. But anyway, so that was that. Then we talked about the cost of the dream and basically the role that money played in Dr. Martin Luther King's, you know, fight for civil rights. Right. And what really what really ended up ending his life was when he started talking about uh, what's been coined lately as silver rights. Right. Talking about the financial aspects, the financial um 
degradation that happened in in uh, the poor communities in the black communities when you talk about the finances aspect of it. And that was the thing that people were like, OK, he's talking about financial equality. Uh, then they that's when I feel like they eliminated his life. They went assassinated him when he started talking about that. But we talked about the role that money played in his dream and how it relates to you money playing in your dreams. Right. And if you don't look at money as your partner to help you achieve your dreams, what happens is you look for somebody else, right? Or you look for something else or you look for luck or you go to play the lottery and you never put a game plan down, a realistic game plan down to reach your goals. And what happens is 20, 30, 40 years later, you're not where you want to be financially, right? And so I really want to encourage everybody to think about their money in that way. Then we went on and talked about taxes for a couple of episodes, right? So we talked about taxes and explained taxes in plain English, like what they actually mean, right? Well, you've heard me say this before a million times that taxes are nothing more than an incentive program, right? But in this, we explain exactly how your taxes are calculated, right? How do you know how much money that you owe the government? How do they even come up with that that number? We talked about the lies and the mis misconceptions that people have about what tax brackets are, right? And so uh, I hear a lot of people say that, well, I don't want to make that much because I don't want to go into the next tax bracket. And that's because they don't understand the tax brackets. It's not about that top number. It's about moving up in these different levels and how this stuff is calculated. So you're still going to pay the same amount of taxes, right? You're just going to pay a little bit more on that top percentage. But anyway, go back and listen to that. And as I'll explain that in plain English. And then we talked about the new tax law and how uh, it affected us, how it affected you and what it means that you could do and what other things you could put in place to help you, you know, pay less taxes. We talked about this before about how taxes is one of those main drags on your financial freedom, right? Cause it's such a huge, huge burden on it. We pay almost half of what we earn in taxes. You don't think about it, right? Because you don't see all you think about is maybe income taxes or most people just think about, well, I don't pay taxes because I get a tax refund, not knowing that it's just money that you've already put into the system. You're just getting it back. But you don't think about gas tax. You don't think about, you know, the insurance that's on your cars or the, the taxes and stuff like that. That's on your phone bill. You don't think about your car registration. You don't think about there's taxes everywhere. Your, your property insurance taxes and there's taxes all over the place. And when you add it all up, you know, it's 40 to 50 percent of what you bring home. Right. Or what you earn. And that's that's a huge drag. Right. And, and best, maybe 30 percent. Right. But that's a huge drag when you think about the overall total amount of money that you will earn over your working career. Right. So we talked about that. And then, of course, we went into Black History Month. And I thought it was important that I uh, talk about uh, responsibility and personal responsibility, taking responsibility for your own life. There's a lot going on in our culture, in our country, especially uh, and it's been it's been going on for a while. Right. But there's a, a there's this ideology that believes that we are victims. Right. And because we are victims, that we need to be rescued by somebody, some entity, some entity, some government, some politician. And that's all fine and dandy. Right. For people who want to march, who want to go out and fight to change laws and all that good stuff. That's good. But in the meantime, while you have those people that are doing that. We need to take responsibility and figure out what we can do to change immediately in our own smaller economies. Right. We can work for the greater good, but we also need to make sure that our own personal economies are strong and steadfast. And we got a system in place to where we can take advantage of when these these we politicians get in place, right? That we can have the ability to even go to a march or right or send our kids to a march or, or whatever the case may be. Uh, but it's all about, you know, uh, 
your, your responsibility. And we did that talking about Will Smith's uh, talk that he he put together on, um, I think it was Instagram, when he's talking about fault versus responsibility, right? And just because something is somebody else's fault, it doesn't mean it's their responsibility to fix it, right? And that's that was the very old, the overall gist of it. It's like, it may be somebody's fault that they broke your heart, but it's your responsibility to heal it, right? It's not their responsibility. Just because somebody broke it don't mean they're the ones that's supposed to fix it. And we have this idea in our, in our minds, in our culture, that if somebody did this to us, that they're supposed to fix it and that would be nice right you can wait on them to fix it if you want to but you may grow to a ripe old age and they may never fix it right there is you can control what you do but you can't control what other people do and that's the 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 gist and the lesson that that i really hope that people take away from that right you can control what you do and you should focus on that right if other people come through and they do the right thing that's a plus right but be prepared to take full advantage of it when they do do that Right. And then the next uh, episode, we talked about the uh, some interesting stories that I found, you know, of slaves actually purchasing their own freedom. Right. And how they did that. That was a fascinating thing for me because I've always wondered, like, well, what did you get the money from? How did that relationship even work? How are you a slave and you, you're able to get money and then buy your own freedom and then in some cases buy their family back and all that good stuff? And I equate that it inspires me because, you know, these people had purpose. Right. They knew what they were doing with their money. Their money had an assignment like, look, I'm going to go out here and I'm going to earn this money. And this money is for my freedom. Right. <laughs> and not only for my freedom, I'm going to put this money aside to my family's freedom. And that I connect directly to what I talk about here in the show. Your money has to have purpose. And if you're not working for your money to get you some freedom, then what are you working for? Whatever that case may be, you may freedom may not be your thing. Right. You may like, you know, struggling or whatnot. I don't know. Right. But your money should have a purpose. And if it has a purpose, you should put that money to, to work in that purpose. And I feel like I get people all the time asking me, well, should I cut the cable or how do I save money here? Or how do I, None of that stuff matters. Right. What matters is what purpose do you have for your money? If you have purpose for your money, all the stuff that don't matter will just fall off the wayside. Right. You'll find that you won't have room for the the mediocrity, right? You won't have room for the small stuff, right? Because you want your money to go do some things for you, right? You figure out the most important things in your life. You figure out what your MVPs are, and then your money then uh, uh, supplies you with those, right? It, it goes to work with you. But that was that. Uh, and then the next time we, uh, next one, we did a, a recording of uh, Dr. Claude Anderson, uh, and he talked about the financial plight of black folks. Really, really good interview that he did uh, with, um, what's the name of that TV show? The brother that does a show um, from Howard University. I'll put a link to it in the show notes so you can see the video as well. But that was a an eye opening experience. If you've never listened to Dr. Claude Anderson, uh, he's somebody that uh, he may rub a few people wrong, but he knows what he's talking about. He's a historian. He actually just came out with a new book uh, on the primer of Black history and in the finances. It's uh, now I recommend it. And then speaking of books, our next and our, our final episode in Black History Month was uh, with Mr. Uh, Shamari Hills. And or will, excuse me. And we talked about America's first black millionaires. Right. And there's a book that he wrote, which is a phenomenal, phenomenal book. If you've not picked it up, pick it up. Uh, get the hardback cover. It's one of those books you want to keep on your shelf, uh, especially if you're raising uh, little black kids or kids of color or, or just kids in general. Right. They, they need to hear this stuff. And we need to hear this stuff that, you know, there was some you know atrocities in our history that are past. And we've we've made some terrible mistakes as a country. Right. And we need to own up to it. But we also need to know that even with 
that type of history that we have. There were people who did who've done exceptionally well for themselves. They did exceptional things. And we need to hear those stories. We need to hear those stories of hope. Right. Because without hope, it ain't nothing. Right. Uh, to quote Jada Kiss, Jada Kiss. Uh, so we need to have those things because those things deliver hope and hope delivers faith. Right. And, uh, so we can get those stories. The more stories we have like that, uh, the more our, our children and ourselves will believe that we can actually say what people have been telling us for the longest, that we can be anything that we, we want to be. Right. But you need to continuously hear that because, you know, uh, repetition is the mother of all learning. Right. Right. So then we moved on and we talked about the seven fixes of a broke bank account or as in uh, they said it in richest man uh, in Babylon. It's the the seven cures for a lean purse. Uh, And this was a good episode because I think it went back to kind of the instructional level of things that we've talked about before and the instructional level of how to manage your money that I really like. Right. Just kind of getting down to the nitty gritty. Here are the steps to take to make sure you have some money in your account and moving forward and gives you more of a framework to think about when your money comes in. Uh, the Richest Man in Babylon was, is a really good book. Uh, I did send that out to everybody who sent me an email uh, about that. And if you're on the email list, you got that. If you didn't check your spam uh, and if I need to send it out again, I'll send it out again. Uh, but The Richest Man in Babylon is a really, really good book. It's a short, quick read or a quick listen if you got an audio book. Uh, and it's a great one to to, to have on in your arsenal. And then we finished up uh, last episode with whole life versus term life insurance. And I want to uh, add another piece of this because uh, Mr. Mika, she uh, sent me a message on Facebook and it reminded me that I didn't even talk about this. It was one of my points that I wanted to make about whole life insurance. And one of the reasons why people buy whole life insurance. Yes, I, I, I hear it all the time. It's expensive. It's expensive. It's expensive. And it is. It's more uh, expensive or let's say the price is higher than term life insurance. But what happens is uh, if you only have a term life policy and you find yourself out of your term life because you have self-insured, right? And let's say, for instance, you get sick, right? And you try to pick up insurance at that point, you probably won't be able to. And this is why people buy whole life insurance. If you buy it at a younger age, the price is not as bad, right? And when you're healthy and this way that if you do get sick sometime in the future, right, you still have life insurance. But if you try to pick up life insurance after you've gotten sick, then you can't, right? Because they they know you have a greater chance of dying because of your illness, right? Or dying sooner because of your illness. So they don't want to make that bet, right? The insurance companies don't want to make that bet. So there's another reason. And I can't believe I didn't pick up on that because she reminded us that she had family that couldn't do that. And I, same thing with me. I've had family that couldn't get life insurance once because it was too late at that point or too expensive, way too expensive. Right. Uh, because you've already been sick. But if you have whole life insurance, even if it's a small policy right now, it don't matter if you get sick later on. You have the policy locked in place and you're good to go. Uh, so that's another thing to consider. And I can't believe I didn't bring it up. I had it written down, but I guess I skipped over that in my notes. So. With that being said, that was season six, right? So I, I felt like it was a good season. There was a lot of information. It was jam-packed. It seemed like it went really fast. Uh, and I feel like there should be more. Uh, but, you know, that that's life, right? They're, they feel like there should be more, and it went pretty fast. But So here's what we got going on for the next 30 days or so. Uh, so we're basically going to take a little spring break. So around the house, if you're not interested in us and me and my family, you can go ahead and turn off the, the podcast now, right? So around the house, this is one of our favorite times of the year. We love spring because things start to green up. We have lots of trees, we have a beautiful yard. We like to, you know, be out in it. We like to hang out with family and stuff like that. So we got a lot of things planned over the next 30 days. Uh, and it'll be a good 
break, so to speak, from the, the show, which we're not going to take a complete break. We're still going to finish up all those things that we're supposed to do, like the membership area and uh, getting all, the, you know, all our podcast show notes and stuff taken care of and planning for the next season and all that good stuff. But uh, we got my brothers getting married right this month. So we're going to be taking a trip out to Atlanta, Georgia uh, for a few days. So if you're out there in Atlanta, you want to hit me up. That'd be awesome. Uh, so we'll be doing that. Uh, my wife's having surgery, so we got to do that, uh, get through that. And then, uh, I'm sure she'll be fine everything, but we appreciate all the prayers and all that stuff. Um, we, uh, our baby boy, like I said earlier, he turns one this year. So it's a big milestone for us. The way we parent, the way we do things in our house is the baby pretty much stays with us for the first year of their lives. Right. And then after a year, they kind of move on. And so it's an exciting point for part for us. And so we're excited about that. We're also going to be selecting our for us and, and my job as, as a firefighter here in the city. We select our uh, health benefits. Right. So we'll be doing that. And part of next season, we will be talking about that. We'll talk about how we select our benefits. You know what to think about when you're doing that, how we think about it and all that good stuff. So we'll be talking about that. So we'll be selecting that this month and we'll make notes and we'll record things and we'll talk to everybody also in the Facebook group and stuff like that. We'll talk about it as we go through that. Uh, But that is something that we're going to talk about next season as well. Uh, I signed up for uh, Jay Jones. Jay Jones is the the uh, creator and the host of the Black Entrepreneur Blueprint. He was here on our show uh, I want to say it was season three or season four uh, during Black History Month. And he was talking about the, the black entrepreneur blueprint. Really awesome episode. One of my first interviews. Uh, but anyway, so he's has he has a course. Uh, it's called Educated E-Commerce. And he's going to be teaching people how to set up their own business uh, selling, uh, you know, products and stuff on, on platforms like Amazon to to make a profit. Right. And so I signed up for that course right now as as the. As I'm recording this, it is the there's a VIP early bird uh, going on right now. There's only a few slots left. So if you're hearing this, jump on it right now, right? Like right now to get a discount and get some personal one on one. I can't tell you or stress how enough how important it is to get personal one on one coaching from people. Right. And so when they offer these types of things, the people that, you know, have been doing stuff, it you want to jump on them. Right. You want to invest in your education. We've talked about like our bucket. So we have a bucket specifically for when things opportunities like this hop up that it's just no issue for us to pay, you know, several hundred dollars or a few hundred dollars or whatever to get a few thousand dollars or whatever the case may be for us to get jump on these opportunities to figure out how to way to earn more income. Right. So I'm going to take that course. The course doesn't start, I don't think, until May. Right. So I won't have a whole lot to say about it until later. Of course, I'll do a review and I'll talk to you about it. Um, but I do a lot of these things to find out what's working out there for you. So I can come back and I report it. This is what I'm working on. This is what's working for me. I have lots of things that right now I'm kind of being a guinea pig for that I haven't really talked about because I want to make sure they work or it, you know, and take notes and, and how the process is going. Uh, but this is one of those things that I know. I know Jay uh, and we've had several conversations with him. He's a stand up cat. He's doing great things. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. And if anybody wants to come join that class with me, uh, that'd be awesome to have you there uh, so we can go and get this money together uh, in a, just a different type of way. Right. E-commerce is one of those things that's not going anywhere. Uh, more and more stuff will be sold online as we move forward as more people there's billions of people set to come online and get internet access over the next you know five to ten years right so if you can get yourself in place
base of that and at least have that skill, right? That's a skill to have to know how to sell things online. There's a lot of businesses out there who will be forced to go online. They have no idea how to do that, right? So if you, somebody with that skill and learn how to do that, even if it's just for that, so you can get maybe a job, you know, somewhere, uh, and even if you don't want to start your own business, but just learning that skill is a valuable skill to have, right? To be able to learn how to do e-commerce and sell things on Amazon and eBay or wherever else, right? So uh, that's what we got going on for the next 30 days. Right. Of course, we talk about how we like to sit back and reflect on how we've been doing, how the first 90 days ago have gone and we plan for the next 90 days and all that good stuff. Right. So let's talk about next season, season number seven, Uh, season number seven. We're going to kick this thing off and it's going to be all about family. I realize I've not talked a whole lot about money and family, raising a family, uh, marriages and things like that. We're going to dig into it. Uh, Not only are we going to talk about how we run our household, but I'm going to share with you my 3G system for how to teach your children about money. I've been asked that question a few times and I've been supposed to, I'm supposed to have done an episode about this a while. I'm also working on a ebook. Um, the ebook will probably be for sale. I may give it away to a few people, but an ebook and maybe even turn it into a real book on how to, you know, teach your kids about money. Our 3G system really teaches your kids, you know, how to manage money. Right. And we've talked about, you know, a lot of people have asked me, do you give them commission? Do you give them allowance? What do you give allowance for? Do you pay them for chores? All this type of stuff. We're going to answer those those questions uh, in next season. So I'm looking forward to that. We're going to talk about marriage and money, how to communicate about money, how to communicate about marriage, uh, how to set up your system to where, you know, the communication comes naturally. Right. Well, you're not throwing throwing plates at each other, going at each other's throats. But it's an encouraging part Uh, for me and my wife. It is one of our favorite times of the month. It's to talk about money right now. It didn't used to always be like that. Right. It used to be one of the most stressful times. So we didn't even talk about money. We just went and spent it and then went at each other, (laughs) you know, afterwards. But nowadays it's one of our favorite times. It's the favorite conversations to have is around money and what we want our money to do for us. So we're going to talk about that. We'll talk about paperwork, like what things you need to be holding on to, what things you need to be keeping. We'll talk a little bit about, uh, you know, credit and stuff like that. We've talked about that before. Uh, insurances and stuff. Like I said earlier, we'll be talking about our health benefits, how we choose that type of stuff, dental insurances, all that stuff. So we're going to get into that uh, pretty heavily kicking off next season. So I'm really excited about that uh, for next season. I hope you're excited about that, too. So, uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. So if you have any questions, remember, you can hit me up at yourmoneyright.com or excuse me, Jamar at yourmoneyright.com at any time. You can also send me a message uh, from our Facebook page at any time. I mean, I respond to you at two o'clock in the morning, but just send a message or we'll get with each other. Also, remember, I still appreciate all of those reviews. So if we can get those reviews, keep coming so we can keep growing. We have a uh, an aggressive growing plan set up coming. If it's not going to be a season seven, it's definitely going to be season eight as we finish the year off. But we got an aggressive plan to grow, 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 grow and uh, pull myself away from some of my obligations at the J-O-B so we can do this a little bit more full-time and do more hands-on stuff with everybody. So uh, keep spreading the word. Keep sharing this thing out there. Keep uh, Let me know how you feel, what you want to hear more of, and all that good stuff so we can keep uh, serving you the way that I desire to serve you and keep moving on to our march to, to helping a million couples you know, get their money right, a million individuals get their money right uh, in this new day and age so with that being said i appreciate you listening i really do thank you so much i love you god bless mps mps